Politics. This is Damone from uh, Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Hey, is that your kid, brother? He's a good-looking kid. Hey, when you're not going to the Earth, Wind, and Fire concerts, why don't you listen to Mouse and Weens? It's my favorite podcast. I got lots of tickets. Free. Just click on it. Come on. <laughs> I said snart. <laughs> I said I said hi. Did I though? Hi everybody, it's Mouse and Weens. We're here again. It's been a while. Yeah. Oh my goodness. What have you been doing? A little on the busy side. Well, first of all, I'm Joelle Mouse. I'm the wifey mom one down in San Diego. Wife. Wife me. My wife. I'm not wifed. I'm single and free. I'm Weens. I'm up in L.A. You were going to say something. I cut you off. Go ahead. No, my stomach is rumbling. I'm sorry. I heard that before. Background noises. I need my Fig Newtons, my morning uh, fig bar. Do you want to pause for a fig? Hey, no, you know what? That's no, interesting fine. because I, okay, my next door neighbor, Ertie, who you probably heard about. Now, why do you, it sounds like you're saying Ertie. It's Ernie. Ertie, right? because I found out that was his real name. I've just been calling him Ernie. You've for been calling him Ernie years. this whole time? I like Ernie. It's cute. But yeah. I just found out he's got it. We'll, we'll call him Ernie. Anyway, Ernie, <laughs> there he was again with his eye through the pots, you know, we'll, we'll show a photo, but um, he put this yeah. little eye through his pots and I see Hello, Julianne. And I look over, and he wanted one of my weed slash flowers to plant in his garden. So I dug it up for him. I gave it to him. And then I stepped on a fig, ladies and gentlemen. He's got a fig tree. (laughs) I had a fig on my foot this morning. Fig foot. Fig foot. So you just said Fig Newton. I love you. Oh, that's good. Speaking of figs, we have a million of them popping up in our little orchard up in the upper part of our yard. And I looked up. What to do with figs? Because Dave, my first husband, world problem, I know, said, uh, I love figs. We need to grow them all. I'm like, You don't love figs. He's like, Yeah, yeah, I do. I do. I'm like, How do you <laughs> eat figs? He didn't really know. He's like, Well, I've had them before. And I looked it up. It's mostly as a topping on pizza, salad with prosciutto, with weird, stinky cheeses. Like, how do you like your figs? What do you do? I just talked to Ernie about this, and he said you put sugar on it like jam. Ah, okay. You're not just very like, impressed by that one. Well, no. What do you mean? Squash it out on a piece of bread and throw sugar on it That's and eat it? That's as far as we got. That's as far oh. as our language took us. <laughs> because like, then you knew we had to record, and you ran yes, back inside. Good and I girl. I was late. Okay, so let's get on to our uh, topics and whatnot. I like, know. We have a, a little fun schedule. Um, today we're going to be talking about road rage. So for those of you that are hanging in there, you can skip all this BS small talk shit and go to the road rage part. Um, <laughs> or you can hang out and talk with us and get to know us because we're hilarious. My friend we? listened and she said, you guys are so cute. There was a lot of like small talk in the beginning. And she yeah. goes, I wanted to know what we were getting into. So well, it's funny because there's different camps of people. Hey, listeners, write in to us and let us know what camp are you? 
We want to know if you are the type that likes to be a fly on the wall and hear conversations and be part of this like friend talk, which is my goal in podcasts. That's what I love. I love just listening to people chat. Jules, you go to learn things. You go for um, improvement and learning and interesting stories. Domestic abuse. (laughs) Uh, Crime. Uh, I go for domestic abuse. Yeah. So we have different kind of like what we like in podcasts. So that's why ours is a blend of all these things. So there you go, folks. A little background. I don't know why I just shouted out domestic abuse. I'm sorry. I think I had just seen an email this morning that was like... He finally left him or something, and it was a fundraiser. Anyway. Oh, really? People do that? Who? uh, I didn't look harder into it. Is it someone you know, or was it just No, it was something, Uh you know, these phones, I'm telling you, they pick up everything. Oh, I know. And I am getting surely sick of it. I was even thinking things, and it pops up on my phone. They're in your brain. Get out of my head. I hadn't mentioned anything out of my mouth. And they, like, marketed marbles to me or something. It wasn't that, but I'll remember. <laughs> Two things where I just thought it. Weird. I was thinking, like, maybe I want to live on the lake by, like, where there's uh, woods in my backyard by an ocean. Suddenly, there was, like, real estate about a woods and ocean. What? Okay, it wasn't that specific. I maybe they're the employing psychics to, uh, to get into our brains. You never know. Okay, now go back to what you were saying. My friend's sister, also, mom has a good psychic story. She just went to a psychic. We oh, should bring on mom to tell her story. Okay, all right. I'm going to take after notes ready. of future episodes because we promise all these things and then I forget. So I'm writing notes down. Well, mom, we, let's do psychic. a whole psychic episode. For those of you who don't believe, fine. Listen anyway because we'll yeah. give you some science. I'll pull in the part that is the debunk side and we'll also pull in... The funk side. I don't to rhyme with that. The funk that debunk, folks. We're going to yeah. do it. Okay. it's You probably are learning lots about this stuff because catch us up on what you've been doing. School. Yeah, let's do it. We'll do a quick catch up. But you were right in the middle of talking about where we're going with this whole thing. Road rage, you were saying. Oh, yeah. No, I'm just saying that's coming. Let's catch up okay. the first and then we're going to jump into that. Joelle. Yes. You remind me of a beautiful flower your face is glowing <laughs> like it's Thanks. look at her like a little sunshine oh like Aww. Pat from Saturday Night Live <laughs> I like squishing my head down someone yeah, I know's you... brother just died oh gosh that brings us right down I'm sorry yeah well we'll bring you back up because she said I it's sad that I have no one to share stories with anymore that shares the same childhood I called you and I said, Joe, you're my only sibling, and we Aww. have childhood stories to share. And you said, yes, so let's share childhood stories. I know. It's true. We only can relate, really, to each other. Nobody else has had our exact childhood. Yes, and our I, cousins, but I don't want to alienate no, I know. the people, uh, because I'd like to also ask, did anybody sing the song Nine to Five on a <laughs> Fisher record player? Because my sister and I did. Also, we had a little area of our garage that our parents converted into a play area, like one carport worth. And that's where the magic happened, such as Barbies. That's right. Singing nine to five. What do you remember? I remember our male cat um, marking our Barbie house. 
so it, and we didn't know and so it always had this weird smell of cat urine that we could never quite place and everything was <laughs> sticky when we would play with it <laughs> that was our right cat down, ashes <laughs> yeah right down to the slipper that we used as the car because we didn't have enough money to buy the barbie car so we'd push them around in slippers and they would sleep in kleenex boxes and i think their tables were their little pizza box holder uppers you know those little plastic round things that they put in the oh, middle of the yeah. pizza box so it doesn't touch the cheese and that was that was our barbie house it was very ghetto it was built with the plywood i think dad made it dad built it i didn't notice the difference did you well yes no, i did no, notice was, when someone else had well, the yeah house. when you go over to you know cindy garrison's house and she has the little elevator with the little string i was so yeah that would have been i remember fun. someone had that afghan dog boy did oh. that get me if we had that, it would be like a dead rat that we pulled around on a string. Here, kids. It would be one of your decapitated Barbies. Reuse the hair. Put it on oh, a, yeah. a strange I think I gave Lego up dog. on the Barbies. I started cutting their hair, giving them mohawks, and yeah. I apologize. But you went through the, you your know, punk phase. It's all right. We're I'm good. still in it, Joelle. We are all a little bits and pieces of who we are. Don't you feel like you're still a little bit of a goth at heart um, in a real fancy sweatsuit? Sometimes I do rebel. I found myself, what was I doing the other day? Oh, it's all this back to school business. So I'm taking the kids back to school and it's like, stand in this line, do this thing first, go here, you have to do this. And I'm kind of like telling my kids, like elbowing them, like, we don't have to do that. Don't worry about it. And they're like, mom, it's the rules. I'm like, yeah, but I mean, they mean well, but we could we could actually do this. So I do this little uh, bucking the system, and I don't know if that's being a good mom or a bad mom, but I think it's my punk side coming out a little bit. Is it bit. punk side or is it entitlement side? No, I think we, our whole family has had that. Our, like We used to sneak sneaky. in popcorn into the movies, even though you're supposed to buy it. Yeah. We were the first sneakers. Yes. The first. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> we would... Um, do yeah little workarounds we'd you know fudge the age up or down to get into places for free or get the meal for free right at the restaurant like just tell yeah. you're 12 even though you're 14 shrink down look little <laughs> like, so that's a, yeah I, the that, question is is it better to teach the honesty or the sidesteps as uh, a parent i know it's hard whenever that happens and they catch me they're like mom that's not the rule I'm like, yeah, but this is one of those. It's kind of like a white lie. You can bend it a little bit. I can you? Is, I don't know. Can you? That is bucking the line. Well, it is interesting because uh, do we? I enjoy sometimes skirting the system when I know that I can. You are a skirter, for sure. Well, I'm. I am a professional skirter. I should just admit <laughs> that. But I do try to my best to be honest, like in situations that are human situations i would rather be honest instead of like the white lie stuff i don't like yeah like what give me an example uh with friends saying why i can't make the birthday party is because oh this i can't and then that like i can come up with and i used to be like that all these elaborate reasons Mm -hmm. instead of just saying i don't want to drive in traffic that's three hours to get there yeah and yeah. can we can I take you out separately another time? Fair. Where it's just clean and easy and it doesn't do that whole like paragraph long of here are all the reasons why and But now do you find that people try to talk you into it? Like, well, just leave it a different time because it doesn't feel like a real reason. 
Or do they respect you and let you do that? Kind of. I mean, I think it works better than it doesn't work. It works a lot better than I had been doing it in the past because that is too much of a gray area where then people are kind of confused and then they just go, well, why don't you just try this? But if you just say real clean, like I'd rather it's too much on that day. I'm sorry. I'd like to take you out another time alone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Just real clean because I'm on the other end of a couple white liars often and it's just so much horseshit and you're just going, ah. Yeah. And you know that they do it to everyone. So you're like. But what about the situations where you have to protect people's feelings a little bit? Like there's nuance there, you know, because we had this when we just did our big trip to Hawaii. We have this huge house that we got to stay in. And I really wanted to bring you guys. And I wanted to bring friends. I mean, we knew there were going to be lots of rooms, but it was Dave's client, and we didn't want to abuse the relationship, you know, okay. and overrun it with friends. So, I mean, that was that was the real reason, and also that Dave wanted to just kind of have the five of us, but it also feels bad, like saying, well, okay, sorry, but- we don't want you there because we want to do our own little family thing a little bit. You know what I mean? Okay, but let me tell you a secret about knowing you. Okay. Okay. I knew that you didn't want that, and I guessed it was for that reason because, like, you didn't ask me. You'll invite me on every trip or every family thing except you talked about Hawaii, and then you would quick change the subject. So I'm like, oh, I must not want people. Like, it's a – and I knew that. But then finally, I was like, is this a – I think I just said it one time. I was like, oh, man, let me go. And it was the day before. And I was like, <laughs> I know. I'm, I'm like, like I want to come with you. And you're like, but the reason is we can't because of Dave's client. And I turned, uh, like all came out. And I, I was know. like, I was just kidding. I know. And I, go, I figured that was it. So, well, it, I mean, it's also like my when my husband's involved, too. You know, like he'll have opinions about how the big event should go. And I'll have opinions about how the big event should go. And often they're different. Yeah. And then we have to find that middle ground as a couple and then lay it out there. That's our story, guys. Here's what we're going to do Friday night, Saturday night. And it's hard. Does anyone else deal with this when you're in a couple and one of you is really social and one of you is very introverted and wants to stay home? And then finding that middle ground. Dude, it's the story of my life. We've been married how many years? Like 15, 16 Okay, let me throw a wrench at Dave. Dave and the kids are coming up to Magic Mountain on Sunday, which goes right by my house. Literally, it's two seconds off the freeway to come by and say hi. Tell Dave to stop by and say hi. Oh, Oh. yeah. No, no. He's, and it's not because it's he's a antisocial. He's a weird driver, which is kind of the perfect segue to get into what we're dealing with today. The road road rage, rage. husband rage. At first, it was going to be just the boys. Like I okay, was here. You drive. go now. You're, but okay. Sorry. Go ahead. All right. But you can, can leave I just it at tell that. you my my train yeah. of thought? I was going to drive Toby and his best friend. It's his 16th birthday. That's what he wanted to do for his party. And then I'm like, no. You know what? The last two times we did a big amusement park, I drove, and I've got this like side project I'm working really hard on, trying to get done. I have a deadline. This whole thing, and I'm like, Dave should be doing this. This is the perfect opportunity. Guys, bonding, roller coasters, it'll be all good. So I said, Dave, why don't you drive Toby and Sam? And you can bring your laptop. You can do work. Perfect. Well, then I'm like, although Dave might want to go on the rides, in which case 
he needs a buddy, so he should just invite Elliot, our other son. So then it's a guy's trip, the four of them. But then I'm thinking, well, shoot, Aunt Nan just wrote, that's you, and she wants to be part of Toby's party. She just asked what they're doing for his birthday. So then I wanted to invite you, but then I'm like, but is that going to be awkward? Because then she'll be the fifth wheel. She won't have a buddy on the ride. Let me, let me help you out. I'm not going. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> then I was spinning out. Then I'm like, well, shit, then maybe Charlotte and I should go so that Julianne has someone to go with. Oh. And then it became a whole thing. See, Joe, you think too much about everyone else. Just let them know. do their thing. And But also, you don't have to cater to everyone's feelings. Like, just do. I know. This is where it gets real complicated. You get stressed, then you sit and... You're very concerned and lovely and worried about other people's feelings. I worry. Fuck them. <laughs> okay. Fuck me. Excuse oh, my French gee. mom. I'm so sorry. Excuse Got that, me. everyone? Yeah. It's, I don't, well, no, the F word is not very interesting. It's, it's a hard one. I also don't want to send my kids into counseling in the future. That's my whole goal in life is to do everything right so they don't need counselors. Guess what? They're going to go to counseling anyway. <laughs> Have don't I worry about up? it. Just don't uh, worry about it. Your stress is gonna. Um, they might I don't want people ang- to talk about me. <laughs> Everyone's already talking about you. <laughs> Shit. All right. Fine. Here's what. Here's up. what my therapist would say. Because I'm okay. in counseling. It has nothing to do with my parents. By the way, I enjoy it. I like talking really? to someone. Oh yeah, someone listens to you for an hour. Whoo! Okay. Love it. <laughs> but it doesn't have. I talk to her mostly about school. Anyway. Um, I can't remember what I was going to say. Something about they're going to get screwed up anyway. Oh, the anxiety. You could pass down anxiety. And yeah. also control issues. I think you're if you try to control the outcome too much, that is where it's not right. great for all parties. Right. right, right, right. I know. It always boils down to that, man. Even the freaking road rage. We okay, are, let's get to it. We are going to take a quick break and hear from our sponsor. We are sponsored by Dream Dinners. Go to dreamdinners.com and enter Mouse and Weens 99 at checkout if you're in the local area of Poway or San Marcos, and you will get $99 off your first order and free delivery if you choose it, or you can go pick it up. It is such a game changer, you guys. Dream Dinners has really changed our family mealtime. We make meals together, we sit down together. I feel confident that they're healthy foods, and the kids can even make them. My husband can make them. It's a really fun, wonderful service. I've been using it for three years, and I finally approached them and said, let's make this a business arrangement because I talk about you all the time anyway. So here we are. You save an average of $200 a month off your grocery bill if you sign up for Dream Dinners, which isn't a subscription service. It really is a ad hoc. You can choose it monthly. Uh, Whenever you want to stop, you can stop. So there's no subscription. Um, You only have to come in and pick up your meals once a month or have them delivered, but you will get a good bunch of meals in your freezer that you can thaw out and use as you see fit. This is perfect for people who have likes, dislikes, and allergies, and you can insert special instructions for your meals. And it really will change your lifestyle. You guys, please do go try it, mouseandweens.com. We have a quick link to give you your $99 off, or you can go to dreamdinners.com, choose your location. They are nationwide. And if you are in our local area, enter Mouse and Weens 99 and get free delivery and $99 off your first order. All right, Road Rage Weens. We're talking about it. So as we were saying in the last segment, 
We can boil most things down to anxiety and control, would you say? Does that come up a lot? Do you yeah. feel that? Yeah. So I was looking it up because we have a 15 and a half year old who just got his permit. And Toby, dear Toby, is driving us around. And I'm like, pretty easy breezy, you know. Yeah, she never hits the yellow lights. You stop at the yellow lights. It's crazy. I can talk him who down. Who does and, that? Great job, Toby. Next time, you know, stay in your lane. Don't don't merge over into the other car. Dave, on the other hand, flipping out, grabbing the wheel. It's a whole thing. So I got to talk about this. I'm like, why is he like this? Why am I like this? You play into this. How do you feel about uh, your driving? Fuck him. Just kidding. I'm I'm not using that word <laughs> what anymore. What is this I love, word today? <laughs> I just like saying it because it's stupid. And I'm sorry. All right. Um no, I, it's a very uh, dumb word. I am on the side of the road rage probably a little. Yeah. And you had said something interesting. Here's where I will blame our parents. Watch out. Mm. You said dad would never, he would always speed it. Get that green light. Get the green light. Go, go. Yeah. Like he had to hit the green before it turned yellow or whatever. Yes. And I am the same way. I had no idea where that came from. I thought right. it was me, and you told me that, and it was shocking. So I must have been absorbing. There was, yeah, Dad was all about the shortcuts and keep moving. Like, if, if traffic stopped on the freeway, he would find Route B, and he'd get off the freeway and zoom through neighborhoods, get back on the freeway, even though it would have taken the exact same time to just sit and chill in traffic. He had to be moving, moving, moving. Yet, yeah. when he was on the freeway and would start talking and would get deep in conversation and thought, he would slow down to about 45. <laughs> People would honk and zoom past him and flip him the bird. And mom would be like, John, speed up. But wow. he would just get going in his brain and he'd forget the road. So Yeah, interesting. There's that too. But okay, I've done that. So you have? I yeah. go on autopilot. I'll get myself from point A to point B and not even remember the trip, which is freaky. What are you thinking of? Uh, just my to-do list, my millions of things, or I'm listening to a podcast and kind of zoning out and I just go on my little route. I do my routes, you know, I'm so... It's hard to drive with you because you don't really hit it. What? Well, It's not I... hard to drive with me. I'm so good at driving. I'm so mellow. May I remind you of the time on the I-5 freeway <laughs> when no. we were driving from Northern California to LA and my sister had just gotten her license. It was the most terrifying trip. I was and I, 16. I asked to be dropped off. And picked me up on the way back. It was so bad. <laughs> I was learning. Oh. So there's the nuance. This is what we're teaching Toby too. Is when you merge into a lane, you you don't have to go quick turn, quick straight, quick turn, quick straight. It's a slow move in and a slow move out. You know. So yeah. it was that. I'm sorry. I was 16. I didn't know. Okay. Yeah, we did one of those weave through four lanes of traffic because I overcompensated. Oh. Oh, oh, that was scary. Sorry. Anyway, she's Sorry. better now, although you I do am. not hit those yellows. Now, let's All talk right. about the road rage, though, because yes. we did a little psychology on this in one of my classes called social psychology. Okay. And it talked about, well, one thing that I thought was interesting is that you look at other people and they cut you off and they cut across four lanes and you say, what an asshole, and then you're enraged about them yet if you did that i think they call this like oh gosh fundamental attribution theory or something i can't remember all these terms oh. 
And then you do something like that, and you're like, but I just needed to get off. Or yeah. I was just trying to get in front of someone. I, I had other things on my mind. And you really give yourself a break. Yeah. And so See? they they're saying you need to also think of those people as maybe they're having a rough day. Maybe they had to go to the hospital. But we never do. We always do. say, you asshole. I think about that all the time. Unless really? they're like... They've got Trump stickers and flags hanging off their car. Then I don't give them any breaks. But no, I do think they're probably lost. They're new. Their car probably sits in the garage for eight months out of the year. And this is like the one time they're going out to the doctors. Like we, wow. I live in a neighborhood with a lot of old people. So You're a I saint. Am, I am always, I'm great. I am always cutting them she breaks. Is. I, I honestly, I really do think about all the reasons why, oh, that poor person. Like, I'm always... So that's different. sympathetic. <laughs> so it's I dumb. think on her en- Enneagram, you are a two, which means you're a helper. So everything about mm. you is helping others, thinking of others. When she talked about doing a prayer thing or doing a meditation, you were thinking of everyone else being happy you don't even taking their sadness away i just want to fix the world come on it's so easy you guys all right so let's get into this i looked up some uh facts online about road rage because i'm really seriously curious what how how do we pop out so differently and deal with cars and driving so differently did you know that studies have shown that some people over time have learned uh, anger by just getting behind a wheel like they just morph into this angry person behind the wheel did you know that have you heard of that before I didn't know that yeah my and friend Blake really oh my he- god it's crazy he'll be like a real empathetic animal lover and kind of mellow and he gets behind the wheel and half the conversation is yelling at can you believe that fucker guy just did a Harvard I'm like yes okay I have a theory good. about this too what what is it well, it's not a great theory, but also my I go to Saturday, Dale Borglum, who was friends with Ram Dass. He's a very spiritual guy. He leads a Buddhist meeting on Saturdays that I go to once a month. And he's like the most mellow, like everything is Eastern philosophy. And then he gets behind the wheel and has road rage. And he goes, <laughs> that's my place where maybe you just get it all out okay one theory from blake is that he's a nice helper person and it all comes out when you're in your little microcosm and it's arbitrary yelling in your own car all the things that you can't address in your life and you're scared to say to your neighbor like shut up with your gas plower leaf blower so it all comes out with like ah yes that's my theory i think that's kind of true we need that balance. We need the yin and the yang and get our moods back. And if you were a person yeah. who addresses more things in your life, but for someone like me, maybe, or someone like Blake, like you don't say anything to where you really need to say something oh. and you just let it all out to this random Honda that cut you off. <laughs> <laughs> well, where's mine going then? I think mine goes into my dreams and that's why I can't sleep at night. But you're not like an angry, I I don't really see you as a, you don't have pent up huge aggression at life or things. You're kind of, as mom says, you kind of mosey through life, (laughs) right? (laughs) Mousy mosey. (laughs) Yes. I don't know. I've got to have it somewhere. I think the anxiety and control stuff comes out subconsciously. In my dreams. That you do have. She yeah. does have control issues. I think that's it. Okay, Big so ones. back back to our things. Yeah, so this is a very much control, 
and anxiety-based thing, road rage. Um, studies have also found that people are uh, using drug and alcohol. Uh, alcohol and drug use is very, very linked to aggressive driving. Really? Uh-huh. Um, it's caused by environmental stressors. So like, you know, crowded roads, of course, and psychological stuff. So stress um, and youth. They link it to youthful, uh, most prone are the young males under 19, which would be Toby. Oh, my gosh. I'm so worried, but he's so mellow when he drives. He's so chill, and he does his full stops, and he's very much a rule follower. I would stick a boot on his back tire. Why? What? So he has to drive only 20 miles an hour. Why a boot? I don't get it. One of those boots that they put when you don't pay your tickets, and then oh. it makes you go really slow. <laughs> or put a spare tire on one of the... You can only drive 50. Oh, it's like a... What do they call that? A regulator or something? It's got a word. I yeah, don't know. I, I know saw someone mean. driving one around. It was the best. Someone took a photo on Instagram. They just had a boot, but they were still cruising along. Oh, they were dragging the actual physical thing. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. that's funny. Okay, sorry. Go yeah, ahead. no. Toby was always my kid that I'm like, he's the daredevil. He's the one that doesn't consider danger and he'll jump off of high you know playground equipment and I'm like oh shit when he drives it's it's all over but he's so careful and good and sweet and I love you're in the car he is he will be he's like mom you'd never have to worry about me you really don't have to worry about me which is so nice I'm like thank you and then there's your next one Ellie yeah we'll we'll see see what happens no he's a rule follower too I think they're all gonna be good drivers really yeah I do you've done well as long as they don't take after their dad because I do notice that Toby will be like coming up behind a car and go what is this guy doing like he'll start commenting because he sees dad doing it and I've been telling Dave yeah, I've been telling him for years. I'm like, don't model this behavior. The kids are going to pick up on it. Too late. But he can't, he can't help himself. Too late. Yeah. Okay, back to this. Um, so signs of road rage, you feel disbelief and you consider revenge, which I think is hilarious. So the disbelief is, I can't believe he did that to me. And they're saying that a lot of it is like, you think that they're doing it to you. There's like personalization. Yes. Like, he cut me off on purpose. Um, there's also the catastrophizing. Like, you could have killed me. Like, all these huge thoughts, right? And so that leads to uh, the feeling of revenge. Have you ever had the feeling of revenge? Like, you got to get back at this person? Like, have How many you done- people have chased you home or have you chased home? I, okay, my one experience was I had all my kids in the minivan and they were various stages of little kid, like five, three, and baby, like car seat, right? So they're little in my car. And I was at a T-stop, and there's this big hill that comes down that they had to install a light at because so many people were zooming by so fast. So they finally put a light in. Well, I think it was fairly new. Some woman came barreling down the hill, didn't stop at the light. And for whatever reason, I didn't go when my light was green. I waited and looked, and sure enough, out of nowhere, she came zooming by. She would have T-boned our car right into the car seat and probably killed us. I mean, she was going like 50 miles an hour, and we were at a dead stop. (gasps) So that incited rage, just the fear for my kids. And so I followed this lady, and she did a right turn, and I followed her, and I did a right turn. And I, I signaled for her to roll down her window when we got to a light. And she did and looked at me. And I think because it's woman to woman, I was like, look, 
you came right down that street. You almost killed us. Did you know that you ran a red light? And she goes, no, I'm so sorry. And she had an accent. And like, so then I started going, okay, she's new to the country. She doesn't know how we drive or something. She's like, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm like, fine, don't do it again. And I zoomed off. Wow. So, so that was it. That was my one confrontational thing that I started. Now, I've been the recipient of road rage. I've had a lady... Oh, I know what it was. I was at a red light. It turned green. I was looking down at my phone. Joel. By the time I looked up, she finally honked behind me. I zoomed through the light, and it turned red on her, so she couldn't get through. Ah. <laughs> it was one of those fast-turning lights. Yeah. And I went to the Target shopping center. Oh, this is so stereotypical. I'm such a jerk. And I'm just looking for a parking spot, again, with all the kids in the car. This lady, because she had a big old scary truck, found me in the parking lot and was following me around. And she cut me off the aisles. I would go to the end of an aisle and I'd go to turn, do my U-turn, go down the other aisle, look for a spot. And she would park her car right there Oof. and follow me. And so I'd back <gasps> up. And she followed me, screaming at me. I could see her through her window uh. screaming. She finally rolled down her window, screamed out her window. And the kids are going, Mom, what is this lady doing? And I'm like, I don't know. She's crazy. I left. I didn't go to Target. I didn't do my errand. Yeah, I, just I wouldn't either. Left. I got her trapped somehow to where she couldn't follow me, and then I zoomed out this other way. Ah! But dude, it and but and guys will do it too. I've had a guy do the same thing in a parking lot. I don't know what it was. Like he wanted a spot or something, which I think is real. Whistling. I remember you also driving, zooming home, and all the ladies on your street yelled at you, "Slow down!" Oh yeah, I've had. Didn't that they happen chase too. you? Yeah, I a was couple in a big times. Hurry. Someone waited in the bottom of my driveway for me to come back out of my house. You are speeding in this parking lot. Again, I live by all these old people. So if you go over 30 miles an hour, they they shake their fist at you. While I have they're walking. seen you. Okay, do you want to talk about the oh, other time? God. This is turning on me, isn't it? What? Yeah. yeah. Okay. The rear view mirror where you bucked the line. You ripped off. Can I say this publicly? Oh, you've it's, already it's said supposed this to story, be a secret. Yes, I know. She. Went, I didn't rip off. No, I bumped a bumper of a truck. No, it was the rear mom view mirror. had the rear view mirror ripped off. You ripped it off. I was there and I saw no, it I hanging didn't. on I their car. Mis- I I don't think you're remembering that right. I remember everything correctly. Unless if it's I in think a picture. you're confusing two stories. Just to cause okay, I, we were turning left on a light over uh, in Little Italy in San Diego, and Joelle thought I would just wait. What was it exactly? You I went, was trying to get you to the airport. Yes, we were late to the airport, and it so was not of waiting mirror. For... I bumped his bumper. I did. Not I like true. pulled out of the line, and it hit the side of my car okay, and hit okay. his bumper. I saw a hanging rearview mirror, so maybe that's in my mind. But that was mom. Remember the biker, the drunk guy up in <laughs> that was in Hillcrest. <laughs> And he knocked my rearview mirror off, and it was hanging by the wires. Yeah, that's right. Were you there Tell that, that story because that was an angry biker where he went. Yeah. He was drunk. He ran into my side view mirror after I picked up mom from the airport and knocked it off. It was hanging by the wires. I think this is what you're thinking of. And he continued on. And mom had gotten sick. She had a fever. She was like delirious. She jumped out of my car. She ran after the guy on the bike. He was like this drunk gay guy on a bike. And she grabbed his back tire, (gasps) pulled it so that he fell off. He stood up and just like walked away, like stumbled away, like you're crazy. And she grabbed his tire and she's like, 
I am hanging on to your bike until you come back and pay for this mirror. You knocked off my daughter's mirror. And he walked off into the city. And she had his bike. And so she like, you know, carried it back. And she's like, Joelle, pop your trunk. We're taking his bike. I'm like, Mom, what is happening right now? So we popped my trunk, threw his bike in the back, and called 911. And we slowly cruised. And we followed this guy down the street, like stumbling. And he finally turned into someone's house, like walking in and... And the cops were wow. like, you can't keep moving. You have to sit still so we can find you and get a report. And I don't know. I don't think we stuck around to give the report. But Did you give his bike back? No, I had this bike for years in my garage. Like this did, random. Did it feel like a guilt bike? Yes. I finally abandoned it. I like left it in the garage after I moved out. <laughs> <laughs> was was so he a weird. homeless guy or just a drunk no, guy? Just a drunk like party guy. All right. Then he He's deserved it. If you're yeah. a homeless guy, feel bad. Although... My bike got stolen by a homeless guy, and I was very mad about that. Anyway. Yeah. Wow, Joe and Mom. Mom. Mom, she can be very scary, folks. Very scary. Yeah. Fudge with her. I remember being a little kid in the car, and Mom got... She was trying to get over to get off an off-ramp on the freeway, and somebody wouldn't let her over, and so she missed her, her exit, and so she sped up. And did the same thing to the guy at his exit. She just followed him forever until it was his turn to get off the freeway. And she blocked him. And he would speed up and she would speed up. And he would slow down and she would slow down. And he couldn't get off the freeway. Nice, Mom. (laughs) I know. And I remember being like, Mom, what are you doing? And she flipped him the bird and the whole thing. (laughs) Wow, nice. So she has it in her too a little bit. A pistol. Which which I guess we all do. Okay, I'm going to tell you some stats. This is interesting. You better hurry because I have seven minutes. Oh, my gosh. It goes so fast. Okay, 66% of traffic fatalities. 66%? I'm sorry. I have this fake tooth in. I'm going to take it out. It's the beaver from okay. uh, Fox and Todd. What's that? <laughs> I don't know, but I'm saying back here. 66%. I know. I'm sorry. Okay. She's 66. got a weird tooth on, folks, just so you 66 know. 66% of traffic fatalities are caused by aggressive driving. 37% aggressive driving incidents involve a firearm. Did you know that? Yeah, that's what I was saying. Mom was lucky. Those are the days when I know. everyone had a gun. Imagine, about 40% of people have guns. That that's why you smile involved. and say, I hope they're going to the hospital. Yeah. Half of recipients of a honk, gesture, or tailgating respond back aggressively. So I'd like a honk. It's been a long time. I've been four <laughs> years in this dump. Give her a honk, would you? Come on, folks. Um, in seven years, there have been 218 murders and 12,610 injuries attributed to road rage. Wow. 2% of drivers admit to trying to run an aggressor off the road. Wow. So scary. Um, The term road rage was coined by KTLA radio show after a string of freeway shootings. This was in the 90s, folks. Freeway shootings. Yep. And road rage increases 7% every year. So. um yeah, it's crazy. What to do if you are um, accosted by someone with road rage? You ignore them. You don't make eye contact and you stay calm and just carry on. Just pretend like it's not happening. I had right? a guy, when you have a moment, I was driving near Suburban and he, can I tell you real fast? Yes. Do I know this story? I was pulling out of the Hendler house, and they have kind of their own light. They have a really nice house by La Jolla Shores. I'm pulling out, making a right, and your giant, giant, huge boat-like Suburban. 
I'm not used yeah. to driving it. But I made right. a right on the green, and someone was coming from their light, which was also green, but they needed to wait for me, but they didn't. And I zoomed out because I, I saw that he was trying to come, <laughs> and I went mm. really fast, and he was in a BMW, and he went up the La Jolla Shores Road towards Nurkran, got in front mm -hmm. of me, stopped, dead stopped his car, Whoa. walked out of his car and came to me. He's like, you stupid bitch. Do you realize <gasps> what you did? You can't make a right out. It was yelling at me. And I just rolled my window up and sat and looked forward and went, eh. <laughs> and I know, him, that's what you have to do. I let him run it out. And I was like, oh, yeah. I didn't know. Yeah, but I was, I know. Also, I wasn't in the wrong, by the way, so. But you can't, don't you have to wait if you're not, you weren't the right of way. He was, right? It was a light and I was making a right. The right always gets the right of way. He was making uh, a left on the green. Uh, he was wrong, but he thought I was coming out of nowhere from a driveway probably, uh, even though it was an actual light. That's true. A, Some of the lights, you can't see what they're doing on the other side. So you don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so I know, he scary, came man. and he was like this skinny workout like 55 year old guy who was just raging like he's like the Seth Meyers skit right that yes that <laughs> I don't know skit, pills. yes yeah it was like that like he was livid and his face was red and I just had to go okay yeah like what are you gonna do but I couldn't yeah. say what do you want to punch me right I know like what is like, gonna happen here that's what out? always gets me what is the next step what do they think they're gonna solve like what's gonna happen here and like, then he probably and then he zoom zoomed off and he was probably yeah told people for the next week even right. though he was in the wrong honestly whatever yeah. what are you gonna you can't screw him can't rationalize with him yeah roid rage road rage roid rage roid. don't mix all right um so okay road ragers think i'm a great driver what's wrong with everyone else we suffer from that a little bit. Yeah. Um, they have a bias toward their own illusion of control, which, when mixed with anger, is dangerous. So, yeah, you think you have control. You think you're better than everyone else. Boom. Yeah. Road rage. Okay. Uh, ways to fix this. What do you do? Are you a road rager? How do you fix this? Oh, there's so many fun online tests. Guys, go look up some online tests to find out if you're a road rager. If you do realize, yeah, I got a problem, what can you do? Get some therapy, that would be great. Um, also, you have to learn to change your cognitive thinking. So really do use empathy and um, forgiveness and Here's think another we're all humans. Yes, what? Well, they did an actual study that I remember where uh, you imagine if you're getting road ragey, pull yourself to a bird's eye view and imagine yourself... I guess it was just like watch yourself and everyone else and see that you're all in the same situation. Like if you're in traffic mm. or, but you're like a technique is just to detach yourself from you in the sexual vehicle and see yourself. Zoom out from Zoom your out. little ant body and look at the yeah. big ant colony. The big picture yeah. is that it's stupid if you get road ragey. I like that. Yeah. So change your cognitive thinking. That's a good way. I've also heard a technique is to, when someone's like really slow in front of you or doing some stupid move in front of you and you're getting mad, think of them as a sweet cow, a big, big fat cow with like sweet <laughs> moo moo eyes and a happy little grin and eyelashes and go, oh, look at that big dumb cow walking in front of me. Aren't they cute? And that that's supposed to help. <laughs> I'm a big so dumb cow. Yeah, big dumb cow. Um, two minutes. Consider, two minutes. 
Okay, okay. Consider other drivers <clears throat> may not be malicious. It's not personal. Avoid blame and punishment. Human error. Let go of the struggle. Julianne, when you hmm. step into your car, you know there's going to be red lights. There's going to be traffic. There's going to be delays. There's going to be inconsiderate drivers. You have to accept and tolerate. You have to breathe deeply in a slow pattern and speak to yourself in a friendly voice with reassurance and validation, such as, oh, that was a close call. You're safe and all is okay. That person made a mistake and we all make mistakes. Focus on calm, safe driving, everybody. You're welcome from Mouse and Weens. Oh. Now I have to get my oh, husband to do this and uh, and we'll see if it works. I'll report he back. He will not ever do that. God damn it. I'm going to have to enroll him in one of these uh, road rage Inter schools. I think. Road rage yeah. schools. There we go. Yeah. All right. Well, good. We have some homework, everybody. I hope we helped some of you out there. And um, I'm going to go out into the world and I'm not going to put my makeup on in the car anymore. I'm not going to look at my cell phone. I'm not going to piss anyone off because I don't want to get shot. I'm How about start. you? Are you going to change? No, I still like to drive 100 when possible. <laughs> and I'm still going to cut people off and say they're terrible drivers. I'm in control. Oh, she's the best. She has so many good yells. Go back to our uh, driving Miss Weenie episode. You can hear her on the road <laughs> in the moment. It's really fun. All right, everybody, we love you, and thank you for listening. We want to thank our patrons. We really, really appreciate you. We have a new patron. See you later. Wait, wait, wait. We have a new patron, Jada. All right, I got to go, Thank you really. so much, Jada. Okay, all right, we love you, and love you. see us on the flip side, social Bye. media. Bye, everybody. Two minutes on me, 98 minutes on you. Two minutes on me, 98 minutes on you. All the time in the world. We just talk about you. Two minutes on me, 98 minutes on you. Hi, everybody. This is I Shake My Head with Lisa and Sam. Hi, friends of the podcast. There are a few things we think you need to know about us. <laughs> we have been besties for 20, 100,000 years. Oh, sorry. Oh. 20 plus years. Woohoo! We have had some of our best conversations in my car. So that's where we started to podcast. It's been three years and over 200 episodes of some of the weirdest and funniest conversations. And I don't know if you can tell from our accents but we're from Canada. We're actually from the heart of the prairies. We're from Saskatoon, Saskatchewan. We also bring you a new episode every Friday. They're about an hour long, but the time goes by quick. We're just two crazy women bantering about lighthearted topics. Sometimes we talk over each other, right, yes, Lisa? Samantha, we <laughs> argue, we disagree, but we always go back to laughing. We want to be the least stressful part of your week. You can listen to us on Podbean, Podlink, and we're also part of the Podfix Network family. We're all over social media, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. We want you to become a new friend of the podcast. This was a podcast of the Podfix Network. You can check out more shows like it at podfixnetwork.com.